I had a very strange childhood. I had the worst case any doctor had ever seen. My job is to keep healing. So that is the story. We all have remarkable stories within us. Stories of adversity, challenges, triumphs, and ultimately of healing. This is Your Health, Your Story, the podcast. Hey guys, Casper Schultz here. A couple episodes ago, we had Dr. Mindy back on to discuss the dangers of 5G, and it got a really nice response. Seems people are really interested in this unseen threat, and others who have never heard of it really want to learn a little bit more. Today, we're going to go a step further to go beyond just 5G and delve into what your cell phone, laptop, iWatch, Fitbit, O-ring, and even Tesla electric car are doing to your biology. See, While many of the threats to our health are quite visible and detectable in the form of toxins and chemicals we ingest, others are invisible and subtle. But let's not bash technology here because the solution doesn't have to be banishing anything with a battery. We can actually use advanced technology to not only protect us from EMF radiation, but we're now on the cusp of transforming that radiation into something positive for the body. To explain this more, we're going to be talking with Patrick Marzan a French expert on the subject and one of the owners of a company that is working to make tech safe and compatible with the human body. Here's the story of U-Matrix. So Patrick, thank you for being on the show with us. You've got a great story. We're going to get into a lot of different topics today on EMF, on health, on the dangers, the solutions, everything out there. But can you start off by telling us a little bit about your story and how you got involved within this field that is uh, not so popular, I would say, a little bit niche in electromagnetic field radiation. So, h- how did it all start for you? All right. Well, uh, thank you for having me, Casper. So, um, yes, um, pretty interesting story. I had a, an accident in 2008 that was pretty deliberating for my leg, uh, my ankle, precisely. And I was introduced to a um, very uh, little known therapy called biosyntony in France uh, because three years after my injury, I was still in a lot of pain. I had a major gait, um, and uh, it wasn't healing. Mm-hmm. This uh, therapy, I did a 20-minute treatment with three ceramic discs around my body, and um, this, which was designed to help me with a cold that, that I was catching. So actually, the cold went away, but I had tremendous improvement in my leg, and I was like, what is this? How does this work? So um, it was a few months later. Uh, so this was in 2011. 2012, I met the inventor of the product, the therapy, uh, Pierre Nicolas, um, which had been doing all sorts of work for years and years on this. And I started to be interested in, in finding what else he was doing. One of the things that I um, found is he was making tools to help people protect themselves from um, electromagnetic radiation. And other, such as even geopathic stress, and a lot of tools. And um, so uh, my healing continued because I I was really concerned about being able to even continue to work. And now I'm working perfectly fine. So this is my, um, this is what got me into this. After searching more about this, uh, Pierre, um, said, you you know, I like people that keep showing up. Mm-hmm. And um, I was doing uh, with a doctor from New York that was using those the stools. Um, I went to um, kind of like a sidekick to him. 
uh, doing teaching around the country. And back in 2014, uh, this is where I met Dr. Mindy Beck, which um, then later gave us the, um, the company that we have today with Pierre said, why don't we work all together to actually help get this to people? We had Mindy on the show. She was excellent just a few weeks ago, actually. Check out that episode, episode three, where she talks about 5G, the dangers, solutions, everything. And we're taking it much for, further in this discussion with Patrick today. Now, I, I know about Biosyntony, Pierre's work, and and all the great things coming out of what he's doing and what you're now doing. But for a lot of people out there, they're not too up to know on what exactly are the dangers here. We all have, you know, technology around us, electromagnetic fields, Wi-Fi, cell phone, you know, service. What is the danger in these tools? And, and if you want to pick a certain tool, feel free to, to illustrate the situation. But what is it we're actually talking about here with the dangers to our health when it comes to technology? Right. So, um, well, let's take, for example, the, the cell phone. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's a topic that, I mean, everybody has one and it's, and we're very close to the, to those uh, devices. So some reports say that it's dangerous. Some reports say that it's not. Um, I will let the listeners after I explain, uh, what happens, uh, with the impact of the cell phone on the biology to decide for themselves if it's dangerous or not. And, um, so how does the biology work in relation to EMF, so EMF, electromagnetic frequencies, that we are surrounded everywhere by. So I want to explain, I want to talk about colloids. Colloids are minerals, tiny, tiny, it's, if you have actually been in a forest under the tree, mm-hmm. and especially when the sun is rising, there is, the trees are dispensing what we call colloids. It's basically minerals that they've been taking from the ground and through the sap, they're sweating it, and it's basically um, minerals in a gas state. Very, very fine. Hmm. Those minerals are what actually can nourish your biology. They penetrate and go into all your fluids in your body. When um, you're going to understand the importance of colloids, is those are the minerals that carry the information through between all your systems. Mm-hmm. So you have a very specific structure, an orientation that is, the, that is um, piloted by natural fields. What are those natural fields? You have the geomagnetic network of the Earth. So this is the magnetism. And then you have what we call, we call it a vertical vector, which is a cosmic vector. This is electric information that gets in the mix with the magnetic field and oriented those colloids in your body in a very specific manner in a structure that changes constantly throughout the day. It's a matter of fact, it, the, your colloid structure in your body changes completely every 20 minutes, hmm. but gradually. This is done by the information of that electromagnetic information of the environment. Those colloids have to be oriented with those information. When we are exposed to an artificial electromagnetic system, 
So you have, let me explain a little bit what electromagnetic is. For example, with a magnet, we can create electricity. Then with electricity, you can also create magnetism. It works both ways. So you have one that is magnet, magnetoelectric and one that is electromagnetic. What is the most common that is surrounding us is electricity, for example, when it moves about a conduit, such as a wiring, creates magnetism. This magnetism is hundreds of times stronger than that of the Earth. So you can see how it can disturb this natural electromagnetic ambience that should be what dictates the position of our colloids in the body. So if I understand you cor correctly, there are a number of different frequencies out there. And the natural ones are the ones that actually help us in the communication within our body to function properly, let's say, to yes. produce certain cells and regenerate. And the artificial ones are man-made. Yes. They are, are they confusing uh, the cells? What, what are they actually yes. doing? Because I understand they're negative, you're saying, and interrupting these colloids and, and, yes. and kind of uh, uh, basically confusing them. Is that what's happening here? That's what's happening. For example, let's, let me give you an example of how the DNA is actually going to give the competence to the protein production. Sure. So your spinal fluid, when it flows through the spinal uh, kennel in your vertebrae, there is, uh, so there is a specific colloidal structure. So those minerals have a specific um, nature to them and a specific structure. And when they go through a vertebrae, the vertebrae acts like a, a resonance a cage. And then you have a disc, intervertebral disc on the top and on the bottom, and they act like a anode and a cathode. That flow of the spinal fluid creates a, its own magnetic uh, and electric current. So it is a electromagnetic current. The resonance of the vertebrae is creating a very specific signal that is amplified by the, the ribs, which pings the DNA with a very specific information in time and space that will trigger the proper protein production. So there is a sequence. Mm -hmm. If you introduce a current, so if you look at the Earth's magnetism, it's 0.5 Tesla. This is the measure of uh, measuring the magnetism. The variation of this uh, magnetism is plus or minus 0.4 micro, mm -hmm. micron Tesla. So it's very, very small. Those variations cannot be heard if you have too much electromagnetic from an artificial source in your environment. So we talk about, it's pretty obvious. I guess people understand that if you have a phone right on your, on your head, there is actually a heating of the tissues that's happening. Mm. So that, we already covered that. I think Dr. Uh, Mindy um, covered this uh, right. in, in the past podcast. But what I want to talk about is something else that people actually don't even suspect. I call it secondhand EMF. Those are the radiation from devices that surround your space that can be coming from a medium range source. It could be somebody else's uh, cell phone. It can be an electrical service in your house. 
It can be, and then it can be also from a, a faraway source, such as um, a cell phone tower, mm -hmm. or you can even, and, and satellites and radars. Hmm. Those, let me explain what, so if you understand the function of the colloids, and you understand that those colloids have to be orientated in a very specific manner by the natural magnet, magneto um, electromagnetic field, we need to understand that this electromagnetic field is also perturbed and is also um, isolated from uh, us. So we cannot really use it. Mm -hmm. Every single electric or electronic device has an electromagnetic field associated with it, but also it creates a static field, kind of like a shield. So if you have a shield, the correlation, the, um, the association of the magnetism of the Earth and the electric pole of the uh, cosmos is getting uh, perturbed. Mm -hmm. This in turn also changes the colloids that are in the air around you, that are supposed to feed your biology. See, those colloids, they are getting either disoriented or they're getting, they disappear because it's basically a very uh, humid uh, space in which they are, they are in the air. But electricity, uh, cell phone signals, all those, all those signals are drying that space. So the colloids may not be there. So you don't, you're losing the reference. The body always has to be referenced to what it is, where, and when. Right. If you don't have this reference, you're losing synchronization with the time of the day. So when the sun is rising in the morning, you have a rise in energy that's available with all those photons. At the zenith, this is the, the peak of the day. And then in the afternoon, it starts to fall. The energy starts to fall. You have to be in synchronization with this. This is actually how cancer can develop. If you're always in expansion because the energy is rising and you didn't find out that actually the energy is falling, your system keeps going in high gear and gets out of control. So we have the, we call this being in jet lag. So if you travel from, let's say, from America to Europe, you have a time zone difference, that's one thing, but you also have the fact that you're traveling high up and fast. You're losing contact with the information of the Earth. And when you get to destination, the jet lag is the fact that you are not aware of the new information. It's going to take you a few days. And sometimes it takes you the whole time you're staying there mm -hmm. to get used to be synchronized again with the time of the day. So we have all those systems there daily there are also 365 days you have the seasons you have all of so there is rising of the energy and then so in the summer in spring the energy starts to rise then in winter it goes down and you have to follow those cycles so it doesn't seem like it's very important but years after year after year if you're in jet lag all the time mm -hmm. you will start to go to into chronic disease because the body doesn't know what to produce and when See, our body has um, receivers. Every single cell has a receiver that receives that information from the colloids. That very specific structure is giving the information for the body to even have a 
proper endocrine system. So you gave a really good, uh, you know, description of what goes on there. And I think some people may have lost a little bit there. But I, I think at, at the end of the day, you know, we are all defined and regulated by information. If you start messing with that information, you're going to have problems within the body. Right. Um, you talked about cell phones being a part of that. I, I know a lot of people use their cell phones for good things, for tracking their health and other pieces more and more moving in that direction. Can you go into some of the dangers of keeping a cell phone on you, especially while you sleep? Because there are a lot of sleeping track apps right now. And part of that is either you're wearing something or keeping the phone on the bed, sometimes even near your head to track your movement. Of course, when you're in REM sleep, you're not moving as much. So, it could track that to the motions, whether you're restless, give you a sweet sleep quality. And it seems like such a good thing is people are sleeping, they say, better. They're tracking how they sleep. What's the danger of keeping a phone right by you as you're sleeping? So, you, you are ultimately, you are interrupting your, um, um, your regeneration cycles. So, it's actually going against what it's saying it's, it's helping you to do. It's, it's going against it. And it's not, um, it's, because it is very subtle, it's not obvious because the uh, equipment that we use to monitor the health are not that precise. They, it's, we're talking about very... Uh, quantum-like uh, measurements. So it's not, the, 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 the equipment is not going to show it. Right. Because it's showing you're actually sleeping better probably. And usually when you start tracking something, you want to get ahead of it. So you're going to start to sleep yes. earlier because you're yeah. almost getting a score. So you want a higher yeah. score. So, and, and Casper, actually, I'm going to um, uh, give you a little tidbit. There is so much and, and I, I wish we had several days for this podcast. But um, let's talk a little bit about um, the, the relationship master-slave when it comes to information that the body needs. So the body, if it has natural information from its environment, is basically free. It's, it's like, a, like a free electron. And, and we'll talk a, a little more about the electrons because this is very important to understand their action and what's uh, affecting them. If you, so the body needs information. If you have an information that is strong, like artificial information from EMF, man-made, you have a, a system that takes over the biology. It's telling it to do something that it actually is not supposed to do. But the body gets used to it and thinks that it's actually what, it's the way and doesn't realize that it's become a slave. It is actually under the uh, influence of that field and gets used to it. It's a matter of fact, when you start to replace with natural frequencies, you don't always right away have a positive result because the biology is basically going into withdrawal, kind of like a junkie. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, um, we know that drugs are not good for people, but if you take them away from them, they're going to go into a bit of a crisis. So, this is why those um, devices could actually give you the impression that it's doing well because maybe it's not, maybe it's doing less worse. Mm -hmm. what, what, what are we looking at in symptomology? Because most people are going to listen to this and they're going to say, I have my cell phone on me all the time. I have this. I feel completely healthy. Right. I, I don't, you know, I'm looking maybe to prevent something down the line and maybe that's why I'm listening. But, um, you know, this doesn't seem that's impacting me at all. 
for you, it was pretty obvious. And I understand each person is going to be different. Yes. But for most people out there, they're saying, I keep it on me. I don't feel anything. So, what are you talking about, Patrick? All right. So, let's talk about water. Mm -hmm. um, we have a reserve, an energy reserve in our body that is actually provided um, by our water. Depending on the structure of our water molecules in our body, we have either a system that is resilient or we have a system that is uh, spent and doesn't have the resistance that it should. Kind of a little bit like, let's, let's take the example of smokers. Some people can actually smoke their whole entire life. I've actually known smokers. Uh, a man in France um, at the age of 100, he had been smoking his whole entire life. Strong, no problem, never sick. And then you can have a pe people that smoke for like few months or few years and then they get lung cancer. It's all about the, ad the, the ability for the body to adapt. And in order for the body to adapt, it needs to have the proper piloting of its endocrine system. Mm -hmm. See, we're a chemical factory, actually. The body is a chemical factory. It needs to have the proper information in order to, prop to uh, produce the proper uh, hormones. For example, and, and we'll talk about, because there, is, there are solutions actually to be able to use your cell phone and actually benefit from using it, even with your help. But we'll talk about this later if, you, if you'd like. In the meantime, I would like to mention that the thyroid is a gland that has the ability to project a field 50 meters away from the body. That's, that's more than 150 feet. So that is if the thyroid is healthy. In doing so, it gives the, the body the ability to analyze its environment and start to act on what it needs to do to defend itself before it gets to the body. It's kind of like a, hey, this is coming. It's like, you know, get ready. If your system is working properly, then you get unaffected. And there are a lot of people that are unaffected by phones. The problem today is that we keep getting more and more wireless system. We keep getting more and more surrounded with electronics. And the body, maybe the first blow didn't do anything, the second blow didn't do anything, the third, and then it starts to erode. And then a little more and so on. So it's not a question of if, it's when. So this is more about the drops of you know toxicity and negative impacts that go into the body. And sooner or later, your barrel overflows. So these are negative drops in that, just like heavy metals, yes. you know, toxins in the air. I think a lot of people don't equate that because it's not a physical thing that you're testing for. You don't get lab results of your lead or mercury levels. You don't get your EMF levels, right? right. But those are still drops and that is a toxicity. Um, uh, that that's in the body. So I think that's the the main point here is that even though you don't know you're drinking water and you don't feel any symptoms right now, but that water has just a little bit of mercury or lead in it. Over mm -hmm. years and years, something will pop up that maybe you'll never connect back to the phone in this case, but it is doing some sort of damage, right? This is a very good analogy. And I, I want to go a little more on to how EMF, uh, because there's so many ways EMF affects the body. Um, one of the, we talk about spin mechanism. This is the rotation of electrons in the atom. So the hydrogen atom is the building block of everything. This is what you have the most in volume in the universe. And it also is very important in 
the uh, the DNA because the the hydrogen is the bond between the chromosome pairs. And when the, the hydrogen gets affected, so you have an electron that spins inside the hydrogen. When it goes close to the nucleus, it releases its charge to the nucleus, then circles back around to the periphery and recharge from the environment. If you have a strong electromagnetic field, this will interrupt this ability for the hydrogen atom to have a free electron that can keep recharging, dis discharging, recharging. This is what actually gives power to the water molecule. It makes sense? Somewhat, yes. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got to know a little bit about these things. And I don't, I don't want to go that far deep right. because this isn't a class in understanding atoms and how they work within the body. Even to understand, listen, I had someone on the other day and it's like, how do you explain quantum physics to someone? I mean, Einstein couldn't explain it 30 years to someone. So, we're not going right. to try and explain how information works within the body. Understand that DNA is information, all of these things. You need information basically to be healthy. That's it. And, and I think the, the EMF and all the, the different um, radiation is basically corrupting that information, confusing cells. It's causing damage in the body, right? And that goes beyond cell phones too, correct? Because I know there are so many people right now walking around with the iWatches, Fitbits, Aura Rings, and they're keeping it on themselves almost 24 hours a day, only taking it off to charge them more. Right. Is there any harm in that as well because you could say that's a really small uh, you know cell phones have gotten pretty powerful i would say these days they are your computer in a sense in your pocket a lot of people don't even use anything else beyond a cell phone but what about wearable tech and where it's going too because you know we had a very brief discussion before we got started and we talked about implants of microchips yes. and tracking people's health that way and seeing it as a positive but i think it's a huge negative too so, what about these very small things that barely, you could say, give off any sort of, you know, uh, high voltage, you know, radiation? What about them? So, yes, it's, it sounds like a little drop at the time. Yeah. And, and that's pretty much what it is. But what is the drop that's going to make the vase overflow? Right. And because you can actually take a huge tank and fill it one drop at a time. Yeah. But it will fill up. Well, we know drops, you know, carved yes. through stone. That's, right. that's how a lot of our earth was built. But So, what is the most important thing is, um, it's not too much what you're being hit with. It's how your body is able to, um, to deal with it. Right. To adapt. So, we talked earlier about um, not being able to access the information we need. And um, we know that... Geopathic stress, which is uh, irregularities in uh, in the ground or uh, water underground, faults that can disrupt the geomagnetism. And then we talk about the fact that static fields can suppress that vertical vector, that cosmic ve vector that is bringing you that positioning, just like a, a GPS will do, actually. You have to know where you are in space. You have to know where the Earth is in space. So this is what that information is. So if you have access to that information, all those devices are not being a problem anymore because your body knows how to deal with it. How do we do that? We'll talk about it when we talk about some solutions. Yeah, yeah. No, I want to jump into those solutions shortly. And, um, you know, the, there are a number and, you know, I want to get your take. Of course, the one you produced is, is one that we are going to talk about most. But 
So in your assumption, you know, wearable technology, cell phones, laptops, you should limit your exposure to them is your recommendation for everyone because we can't go one by one and look at everyone and say, yeah. oh, you're kind of affected by this, but not this. You know, so what would be the recommendation? The recommendation is yes, uh, try to limit the use if it's not protected. Right. Um, specifically for, uh, I would say, really all children, but specifically when they're under the age of seven, mm. pregnant women, Mm -hmm. Um, uh, also, uh, people that are sick, mm -hmm. people that are sick, their, their immune system is low. Right. And they are a target. They are much more, uh, exposed to the danger of this. And, um, we have some very exciting news that we, uh, will announce actually today. Awesome. Uh, about how you can use all those devices to your benefit. Right. Meaning that, um, it's about recycling something that we don't see. Well, that's a big part of it too. It's not to say we're bashing technology and cell phones should be banned, right? Nope. Cell phones are amazing. And, and I say this, they're, they're neutral. They're tools too. They could be seen as positive, negative. They have some EMF, but we can now do something about, and you're going to talk about that to actually turn it more into a positive where people could use them freely and actually benefit their body. Absolutely. It's a, it's a matter of fact, it's, we're so excited about what we're doing mm -hmm. and our technologies evolve so much. Um, we were very good. Now we are better than good. <laughs> right. We're better than very good. It's excellent. We, uh, our technology has evolved to a point where you want to actually, let's, let's say, okay, if we consider this is a pollution, all those waves that are coming from all those devices, if we consider this is a pollution, we actually make it be something that is a benefit. We're using actually the principle of the second uh, law of thermodynamics, mm -hmm. which is nothing is created, nothing is lost, everything is transformed. Mm -hmm. You can transform that. All those losses of energy from the phones, when your phone is on all day, you don't use it, you still will see that your battery went down 20, 30, 40, maybe 50%, depending on where you are, because your phone is always working, even if you're not using it. So there is a loss of energy there. How about we capture this? to power a system that will give you access to the information you need. And that information being natural information. And we'll jump right into that very shortly. But I got to hit on this one thing because we went over the main culprits, I think, in many ways, meaning cell phones and, and wearable tech, these things people use consistently. And we, we kind of address that there is a negative side to them. But there's a one that's, that's coming up that doesn't get talked about. We had a little discussion before on this and I want to share that discussion. I, I know what you're going to ask. I want to talk about electric cars. Yes. Okay. Because that, you know, and I, I, I told you that I was over in California at a retreat, a mindfulness 1440 multiversity, great spot. And everyone there showed up in their Teslas. That was from the area. And, and you know, and they were very, very happy with them. Uh, but a few in discussions had mentioned that they started to receive some symptoms. They started to have headaches when driving in the car. They started to feel a little bit fatigued after they purchased a Tesla. And, and again, everyone's different. It's not to say that Teslas are ruining our health. But what, what's going on with electric cars? Because we talk about a cell phone, a very small battery. And we're saying that, of course, it's pulling in, you know, uh, radiation and cell phone service, all these different things. But it, it's, it can be harmful. What about a car that's a huge battery, basically? You're sitting on a massive battery in some senses and people don't think about that. They think it's eco-friendly. It's, you know, super efficient, no more gas reliance. So, it's all positives. Are there negatives that we need to know about? All right. Let's, um, 
and you're and you're right. It's pretty seductive. It's like okay, why not an electric car? Sure, right? everyone's you know gets gets a high five right. for buying a Tesla yes. these days or an electric car. Yes. So there is several uh, aspects to this. Let's actually uh, go down the list. Let's. Um, all right. So an electric car is powered by batteries, mm -hmm. uh, which is a uh, continuous current, and even if uh, the car is not running, the battery is emitting an electromagnetic field. We talked about magnetism affecting the colloids in the body, which is very important. People don't really understand, uh, in general, what the colloids, the importance of the colloids, is actually pretty much everything. That's your communication system. Um, so, it, so those cars actually have been very well designed. I have to say, um, kudos to Tesla, because if you take a gas meter, which is a RF meter that uh, records radio frequencies and measures them, um, you can actually see that even in most cases that the recordings have been done, it's the emission of electromagnetic radiation inside the cabin of the car is actually lower than that even of a um, com um, internal combustion engine. Hmm. Um, so what does that mean? That means there is a very good, it's very well insulated. But what does that mean? And remember what we were talking about before. If you are not fed by the information you need, you are not being able to have adaptation and regeneration, which is the job of the body is to be self-healing. You need that information. So you're being actually separated from it. So you're separate from all information, meaning the negative information of this battery right. that you're sitting yes. on a large one emitting a high right. radiation uh, spectrum, but you're also being cut off from the Earth's radiation, the cosmic, all this information Correct. that your body still needs. Correct. And uh, so because actually the the cabin is a Faraday cage. I was going to say, it basically... Say, oh, Faraday cage is good because you can protect yourself from electromagnetic radiation. Right. Yes, but you also... Uh, disconnecting yourself from the information and you are getting back into that situation that talk about the jet lag. You, your body is starting, is not on time. It's kind of like a clock that's running late or uh, early. And, um, it's not going to, if you have to get to appointments, it's not going to help you much. Hmm. You, you may get into some trouble with the people you're supposed to meet. Uh, so there is another aspect. So we talked about the battery and there is actually also a, a series of conversions that happen. Uh, to get the continuous current to feed the engine that uh, uh, a lot of those engines, uh, and I didn't actually study specifically um, the Tesla or mm -hmm, any, mm -hmm. but um, they use a alternative current, which is, uh, has a period of 60 in the US, uh, 60, and it's probably different. Tesla has a lot of secrets in there. Uh, it's, it's a matter of fact, people that have taken them apart are quite amazed and they don't really actually understand how that really works because mm. the technology is really out there. Yeah. Um, but this inside the cabin, fine. Outside, you have also a static field that is created by the car. It's not affecting you inside, but it's also putting kind of like a shield around the car that puts another uh, stop to those frequencies that you need. Interesting. So you have inside, you have outside, right? You know, inside your Faraday cage, outside you're in a static field of some sort, right. and and again, these these cars are are using a, a large energy yes. um, uh, distribution throughout it with electromagnetic fields. So, so yeah, I mean, it's it's ideal. I mean, yes, there is no smoke coming out of those cars. It's it's very uh, enticing to actually right. have one of those. Um, if you don't drive it a lot, uh, you're probably not going to get 
affected too much. And those cars are not cars that you use on very long distance because they have mm -hmm. a range that is limited, which is actually increasing every day. Uh, but so it's not a huge drop, really, and you know, in in your negative bucket for for it's, disease it's, uh, creation. It's, it's just and and like we said earlier, Gaspar, it's, yeah. it's not too much about um, how big the drop is. Is how many drops are yes. combining each other, and this is what the problem is today. Because um, so our uh, chief uh, R and D research and development. Pierre Nicolas, mm -hmm. um, he's the one that's been developing all those products for a long time and started to study in 1961. And he has, um, uh, so I want to um, back a little bit here. Uh, I lost actually my trend here. Um, I'll, I'll put you back on because I want to jump in. We've covered, I think, the dangers here. Right. And, and again, not to freak anyone out because these are drops and drops are something you could still handle. It isn't a flood of anything. It isn't a sudden, you know, radiation or Chernobyl type event for someone where overnight they'll be sick. Uh, you want to limit the drops or you want to transfer those drops into something positive, which is what you looked at. And that's, you know, what you've been focused for a very long time. So tell me about the solution that you came up with for all these drops, the EMF radiation, the cell phone. This is the exciting part. Pitch it. All right. So, um, so we know that the cell phone is using energy, uh, the electrical power of your house, uh, all your wiring are emitting and there is losses in those wires, and that energy is uh, getting uh, stored in, in the walls, in the, the leaves of the trees, the grass, it gets absorbed. And if we don't do it, we don't see it, so we don't think about it. But our concept is to actually use that energy that is already paid for and power a system that helps restructure your environment. So our system, we, um, so we're announcing this, uh, we're changing the name of our company, uh, starting the first of the year, where we'll give you a, give a little preview to your listeners here. Please do. Um, the company is going to be called U Matrix. U Matrix. So Y O U. Y O U for you. A T R I X. And the matrix of the body, matrix of life, all that. So this is, matrix means structure mm -hmm. that gives birth to anything mm -hmm. it's, it's it's a gen general terminology and why do we say you metrics is because we're empowering people by if they get one of our devices and put it on a source of uh, like their phone or their uh, we have a lot of products are going to be coming we're going to make a lot of announcements over the next few weeks but right away on uh, november 12th we're going to have available on our site the first 5g you metrics very exciting. So we have developed a technology that makes 5G a friend for your health. Right. How do we do this? We create, so we have a structure, this little disc that you're going to place on your phone. And it's like a sticker, basically. Yes. We when have, you say we disc, it, it sits <laughs> flat. I mean, I have yeah. one on now, the, the you know 4G version, and, and you, you can't even tell it's on there, really. It's a very flat sticker. How does that work then? It's because people are going to say, how is a sticker going to yeah. stop this, right? But explain that for us. So it, it reorganizes the, uh, the waveform that is generated by the phone or the environment. And through the gases, it creates... So 
you have a range. The, the, the 5G, we just, we're pretty excited because we've been doing some testing in-house. We have uh, third-party testing also uh, going on mm -hmm. uh, for the new one. We knew that uh, we had a lot of success with the old one. The range, it has an effect 10 meters away, which is about 30, uh, over 30 feet. So it's got a pretty big range. So it's reorganizing the space around you. How does it do that? All right. I may have to um, hold you uh, after that because... <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the quick version of right. how it does that. And, and if people really want to go into what 5G is, again, Dr. Mindy Bick did a great job explaining all yes. of that in the third episode of the story of I think 5G. She did cover exactly how that works. But to summarize, um, we have created a structure that is uh, interactive with um, the environment. So it will react to artificial waves as well as natural waves. And the resulting effect is that it's harnessing the power of the phone, for example, mm -hmm. to create a resulting wave that is now natural because it's adding the movements that don't exist in, that, in uh, artificial waves. We, we, artificial waves are in two-dimensional. A sinusoidal mm -hmm. movement. We're adding a spin in it. But we're not adding by saying it's like, okay, we need this type of spin and we're going to put this. No, we're letting nature actually spin it. Mm. We're not forcing the information. We're just allowing it. It's like an interface system that allows two systems that don't usually get together to be able to cohabitate. Mm -hmm. It's like an integration. And now the artificial waves is carrying the information that the body needs. And it is a, actually an intelligent system. It's dynamic and it is completely synchronized with nature. Right. So we use a micro crystalline structure in order to do this. So there is a process of uh, phase and counter phases that we create. It's a very complex uh, process. As a matter of fact, the present version of 5G, we've been working on it for over a year. Mm -hmm. And it just, we just finished the production, the first production. We're very excited. And, but it's a very long process because we had to revamp because of 5G, because of the complexity. What is 5G is we're putting more information into a set, into a bandwidth. So take an example of a herd of elephants and you put those elephants into a valley and the valley comes to a, um, uh, a bottleneck. You have only one elephant that can go at a time in order to process the whole, the whole herd. You're going to have to go faster. And this is what happens with 5G. The information gets modified so it can go faster. So it's, it's adding frequencies. Mm -hmm. And the more frequencies, and I think that uh, Dr. Mindy uh, covered this, uh, the more frequencies you are subjected to, it's not an additional but exponential effect. Mm -hmm. So you, you have this great new tool for 5G that people can utilize and put on it. What what are the you said there are some third party testing there you know what can you give us as far as some proof and I I understand that this is very difficult and again I spoke with Doctor Beck and everyone I speak to that's in this realm of dealing with some of the unseen things out there like right. electromagnetic radiation um, it's sometimes difficult to prove these things but for a lot for a skeptic out there what would you say well you know this is of course based in science this is how it works and here's the proof. Right. So we actually, interestingly, uh, so we have our, in, um, our lab testing that actually 
it's in-house, it's showing that mm -hmm. it works. So we're looking at the results. So we have um, a lady that said, you know, I've been using your products. I really love them. I just don't know how to talk to people about it because they think um, probably some kind of cook. <laughs> it's and, difficult. I and, can agree. And, I usually so don't she, touch she's it. She's very, um, she, and she wants to help us because it's changed her life. Mm -hmm. And so she, um, she said, how can I prove it? Uh, so we actually gave her some, uh, some ideas and she went on her own and found a lab in California, in Oakland, that um, was able to do a, a biological test on her and show the vitality of the body and there's all kinds of criteria. It's, it's actually a pretty big uh, test. And she, she called us, she said, well, I found this and it's really good for you guys because <laughs> um, it actually does everything you say it does. And uh, she produced the test. She gave us the test. She says, you can use it. Um, you have my whole permission to show it to anybody you want because it's amazing. She says, I still don't understand how it works. But she says, when I was tested with my cell phone, with the Tillis Biotech adapter on it, she said, the, my biology was doing better than with no phone at all. Hmm. So it, she, she said, it proves that, yes, the phone equipped with this device is allowing my, my biology to work better, to function better. And that's really interesting because a lot of what is out there with solutions when it comes to EMF is blocking. I actually heard one piece of advice recently or, or a suggestion from someone was to put lead back in paint so that, you know, the frequencies don't go through the walls. Right. <clears throat> but you're then introducing another toxic element back into it. They say it could be safer now. Of course, technology is advanced, but... It, it uh, so much is about blocking things yes. rather than transforming, right? Right. And and I think that's the wonderful thing you keyed in on is finding a way to transform yes. what is a negative and turn it into a positive. And what it is, it's we're making the information have a different language. So those waves are uh, radio uh, frequency, those uh, information carrying waves. Mm -hmm. They talk as a language that the body doesn't understand. Mm -hmm. And in order for the body to understand it, we have to help with the translation. Right. Once you translate, the body relaxes and becomes impervious to it. Because not only it's not damaging anymore, because there is two aspects. One is because we are making those waves now spin, such as a vortex. A vortex, what, what is a vortex? A vortex allows energy to be dissipated. Um, so it's kind of like, uh, we talked about the elephants earlier, mm -hmm. where they're going into a funnel. What about if your funnel was reversed and it gets wider? Then you have a complete release of the pressure. And just like the corkscrew that goes into the wine bottle, where if you actually had a, a blade and you try to push on the cork to insert it in it, it won't work. If you use a, a screw, then you can penetrate into it without damaging it and you can extract it. And this is what happens is that when you have a spinning wave that comes at you, it is now, you're becoming transparent to it. It goes right through you without damaging because the two uh, dimensional nat nature of the wave is creating an abnormal agitation of the water molecules and the cells. It's creating heat. It's creating chaos. This is what we're, we're, we're suppressing. If you really successfully try to block a wave, um, your phone is not going to work. But where did that wave go? 
nothing is right. created, nothing is lost, everything gets transformed. You cannot actually, unless you transform it, you're going to deal with it with at a stronger level because it's going to amplify itself because it has to keep existing and it keeps, needs to keep having to do its job. So you have to, you have to suppress the resistance. It's kind of like the techniques that are used in martial art. Mm. You're using, so this is actually our device, the Umetrix 5G, um, is using the energy of the opponent against himself, except that we're not using against itself, so we're not actually damaging the functioning of the phone. We're not impeding it. We're just using it to bring you something else that you couldn't get before. Even if you didn't have a cell phone, you still can't get because I talk about secondhand EMF. If you don't have a cell phone, there's probably somebody that has a cell phone near you. And it, even if it's at 50 feet, it's affecting you. Got it. It's so, creating chaos. So you, you're doing some judo on EMF right We're now and transforming <laughs> that, that negative energy and just kind of flipping it yes. over your back into a positive. And, and I know it kind of sounds like people are like, yeah, come on, a little disc like this is going to do it. It's like, well, yes, because the result, the result shows it. And people feel a difference. Our new device that we are using uh, even on 4G, it's amazing how much more comfortable it is than even with the previous version. Previous version was working very well and it's still working and it's going to keep working. But the new one is just, it's kind of like, can you cross the country with a, uh, uh, a geo metro? Yes. Right. Would you rather cross it in a Cadillac? That's what I always say. You could get somewhere on a right. bike, but is that really the most efficient way right. when there are more efficient ways to get there? So this and I think a lot of medicine is like that. A lot of medicine is using a unicycle yeah. still in a day where we have very advanced cars or even planes now to get you from one spot to another. Unfortunately, with those cars and planes, we're seeing we may need more of these types of devices to protect us from what comes out of the negative side of everything. So you brought up, you have this U-Matrix 5G for um, cell phones. Yes. And 5G is being rolled out right now. And this will cover a 4G phone as well, correct? It's going to cover everything below. And actually, we're already uh, covering uh, what's coming next. Okay. So you're looking ahead, behind, we, all over. This is why it took us so long. We completely rebuilt a new lab. And um, it's actually two labs. Mm -hmm. uh, we had to build a new lab to make the second lab to make the product because it's all about stepping up the refining the technology and the more you're using a finer technology you can do even a finer technology mm -hmm. you can't go from zero to a hundred but you can go to zero from zero to 25 and then 50 and 75 and sure and so we we are already um, this is beyond our expectation because you know your desire and your intention when you make something and you're always like the suspense is like did we do it right and so yes uh so we, we also created other tools and for your listeners um you wanted me to give some advice it's very important to put good water on your body mm. good water doesn't mean um if if you take um a body of water that likes distilled water, and you try to uh, create a current with a coil, such as like a food bath, you're not going to read any resistance. It's not going to actually, uh, because there is no minerals in it. So the water has to have minerals, and it has to be properly structured, meaning 
it has to have a very specific combination of clusters of molecules in order to be hydrating. So the water has to be hydrating. Today, the water is not hydrating. So we're also launching our new, this is going to be also not affected, water won't be affected by 5G. It's called the Umetrix H2O, which is a cluster that you can put under any type of um, liquid you're drinking. This is a really cool thing, too, because I, in episode two, we had um, Anjanette Senesio on from Gem Water. It's the story of Gem Water. We talked a lot about the quality of water, even how gems can you know change the crystalline structure of yes. water. And and this, again, is another step. It's it's all about the steps you could do to reduce the drops and improve your well-being. And water is so important. If you didn't listen to that episode, listen to it. I'm actually holding in my hand this U-Matrix H2O coaster, and it's just a flat little coaster. It almost looks like a uh, like a mouse, you know, piece because it's a little yes. flexible, right? But it looks very interesting. And how is that impacting water? So you're going to place your water, your water bottle, your water, whatever it is, uh, you know, on this cup yes. of water. How is that impacting? And what? How did you make that transition also from a cell phone product to a water product? Because actually, it's all about the water, mm-hmm. and the cell phone product has been developed by actually understanding what's going. It's on so water. interlinked, right? It's you can't separate the two. If you understand how EMF works, you have to understand how water works, and the two are the two pieces. They're absolutely tied. Yeah, and uh, so we we have uh, identified that the most hydrating water has a very specific structure of molecule, which we call a trimer, which is water uh, molecules that are three water molecules that are in cluster. Clustered. Mm-hmm. And with this, it's actually been tested. And we even have a test that was done on the previous. We had a cluster before. It was called Quantis Drink, mm-hmm. uh, which was done uh, in France. This one is here made in the US, and this is to replace it. Uh, the other one, same thing, still works. This is much more performant. It's a matter of fact. If you put water on it, test the water before putting on it, you put the water on it, and the water feels like actually it's finer, like it's really hydrating. It's very soft. It's it's quite amazing. It's really drastic. Before, people couldn't make a big difference with the other one. This one, it's, I mean, people are like, oh my God, this is not the same water. Yeah, and, and the biggest part I think of that when people are asking, well, wait a second, is this a filter? No, 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 this isn't a filter. No. This isn't anything like that. I know so many people talk about their filters and that when I think the true essence of water is really in the structure. It's not, of course, you don't want impurities in there. Of course, right. you don't want chemicals in your water. And you probably shouldn't be drinking tap water. But just by taking out the impurities doesn't mean it's live water, doesn't mean it's hydrating, doesn't mean the body can actually use it in the way that you're talking about, correct? You're, you're absolutely right. Um, back to the uh, colloids, we have, hopefully, if you're drinking a mineral water, you have colloids in it, which are minerals that are necessary to, to be able to create that hydrating space. A lot of people today say, I'm drinking water like I'm drinking like a half a gallon, a gallon a day, and I'm still thirsty mm. because the water is not hydrating anymore. El- electricity, uh, EMF, is considered as a fire energy, meaning that it dries things up. And um, we can see examples. We, we could actually talk in extent mm-hmm. uh, of this, but we can see examples all over the place that show that things are starting to dry up everywhere. Mm-hmm. And the colloid minerals that actually are seeping into your body, they're all around us in the air. We don't actually even realize it. They're being put out by the trees, by the, by the ocean. 
Um, and those colloids are starting to dry up. Right. They're starting to be absent. So the body is not getting nourished. The body is starting to lack a lot of things. So we can restructure the water so that you have a competent colloidal structure in it that is hydrating. And our test actually shows that the water is able to clean itself up when it's hmm. been restructured. As a matter of fact, the test that was done in France, and we're going to do the one with the new one, mm -hmm. um, it's ongoing now, shows that if you're drinking a structured water, it balances your gut flora. Interesting. So you're bringing it now back to microbiome as well because it's exactly. all internal, right? That changes the environment. The environment changes your microbiome, gut flora change. Yes. So it, it really is a, such an important part, right? And I think so many of us are dehydrated even if we're drinking a lot of water. Yes. Because the water is not wet anymore. It sounds mm. funny. It looks the same. It looks, you know, feeling is the same. Right. But it's not doing what it's, it's not doing what it's supposed to do as well as it used to. Which is very foreign to most people. Even that statement, the water's not wet. Most people be like, what is he talking about? <laughs> water's definitely wet. If I dump it on me, it's wet. <laughs> and, and drinking a structured water, since you're made of 70% water in average, um, drinking a structured water is going to give you the ability to, um, to have, to influence the water that is in your body. Right. And restructure it too. So you should do, you should anything. We go around everywhere and people look, it's like, oh, well, that is a pretty, pretty neat coaster you have under your, <laughs> a coaster that you have under your, your drink there. So we start to explain. It's like, oh man, that's amazing. People don't even think that filtering the water is not enough to clean it and make it, uh, it's a matter of fact, you don't want to filter the water too much because you need those minerals. Mm -hmm. And, and you're right. You said, uh, you probably shouldn't drink the tap water. Tap water is actually called, we call it industrial water. Mm -hmm. And it has lost its energy. Yeah. Through the pumping. I mean, it's put under pressure through pipes. Uh, water should be actually, ideally should drink it right from the source right there with putting your hands in it and agree. And, and the water at 9 a.m. and the water at 9.20 is going to have a different corridor structure hmm. because the position of the sun dictates the structure of the colloids. And the colloids are your communication system inside the water. If those colloids, and they communicate, just think of a colloid as a coin, and those coins have to face each other in order to transmit the information. Right. And this is why when you put an electromagnetic signal next to it, those colloids are randomly lined up, and then they don't communicate anymore because it has to connect through the face, just like a, a sunflower, that follows the sun all day long. It's like it actually moves itself to follow the sun, to be perpendicular to the sun, to get the maximum uh, amount of photons. Right. And we know that there are all plants and uh, flowers and yes. herbs have certain times of the day where they should be harvested to get the nutritional density, the bioavailability yes. of all their phytochemicals out. And most of us don't know this, but of course, nature runs on a very, you know, Complex, but also somewhat simple schedule. And um, it's, it's a schedule that's, um, you cannot change it. It's, um, it's either you're with it or you're without. And when you're without it or going against it, that's where disease and sickness occurs. Correct. That's where, I, you know, so this is really fascinating. We're all tying it back to these huge, huge portions of what, you know, consists of being healthy or in a disease state. You mentioned cell phone protection, water protection. I know you said something about laptop protection. Is that coming out? Because we all yes. nowadays, I think we're moving away from the days of desktop. 
I know every one of our employees comes in with their own laptops now. They want to be in control. They push the desktop out of the way. We stop using them all together, but they're holding it on their laps a lot. It's in, it's in their vicinity so much and on almost the skin, you know, of, of who we are. And so you have laptop protection coming out. So correct? we have laptop protection. We, uh, so we are, we have ongoing testing. It's already built. We're testing it. Um, and, uh, Primary testing is um, very positive, so we we're going to try to launch at the beginning of the year. Those uh, it's 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 a big it's it's a big challenge because there is so much that needs to happen in order to do this. But we know that it is so important for people to get this in their hands uh, and uh, support their health. That uh, and it's going to work the same way. Your laptop is going to become a source of information that your body needs. Your uh, your TV, your router. We we putting all those products out. And uh, we also are going to um, show a, um, a product that's going to help people when they are on and about to protect themselves from whatever else may be out there. You're trying to cover all the angles here, basically, yes. right? So if you cannot control the source of the, the nuisance or the discomfort, um, we are, uh, because it's always better to control it at the source. But if we can't control it, then we're going to protect the body with um, wearable protection. What are some books you would recommend for people to read if they're interested in this? Because it's such a large topic. We can't sit here, you know, and then give you everything you need to know. And I know some people are very interested on learning more the science or just the understanding of what's really going on so here. We've been asked, uh, so we're actually writing this. Mm. This is not going to be in a textbook. It's not yet, uh, because this is something that first you, we had to understand how the body was affected. So first we had to understand how the body worked because it works with electromagnetic signals, which is what the DNA is, is a two way antenna that receives electromagnetic signals and sends electromagnetic signals in order to, to ping those, um, those cells to make the proper protein. And, uh, so. We had to understand this. Then now we, uh, so Pierre Nicolas has been developing those tools and with all the years he's been doing, I said, Pierre, you didn't write anything about this so that we can start to put this out there. So he says, yeah, I've got a couple of books. Unfortunately, they're in French. So we are working on translating them. Uh, but uh, Pierre says, I really wanted to get the solution to people. So he says, I've been working on the solution. and." To me, what's important is to get the results. So this is all he's been doing. So with the new face of this company here, we're going to be able to help people with that information. So I'm asking listeners to be patient. We will get them the information, uh, go to our website, and we will, little by little, we're going to release a lot of a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, you know, on our site, it's uh, tillisbiotech.com, and um, we, we are changing the name, but this uh, address will still work. Okay. You're going through that transition. I know you have a lot. You're, you're very big on education. You're, yes. you know, on this and going out there and trying to educate any way possible. So that's great. And books always come usually later on through that. And it is a large topic to discuss and really break down in layman terms. So, uh, completely understandable. What about top tips? We know you're one of the top tips would be say, use U matrix on your products, on your right. cell phone, on others. What are other tips for people to reduce 
their EMF exposure or just their risks of any detrimental health effects from EMF. So don't ever abuse your devices if they're not protected. Um, uh, do, do you have a certain uh, guideline, like you don't start in the morning or leave it away from your even room in, you know, as you sleep or turn it off at a certain time? Yes. Um, so the biggest advice, make sure you do not have unprotected devices around you after sunset. Okay. Um, after sunset, this is when your body starts to prepare for uh, some of the most important regeneration. There is re regeneration all throughout the day, but the most important regenerations, which is uh, like uh, early in the morning, uh, late at night, early in the morning, you have the liver. Mm -hmm. um, and, and this is your detox system. Detox, yeah. Uh, because electromagnetic pollution has the ability to stop your diaphragm, and that this happens in pretty much all cases now, because there's so much radiation out there. Most people that are not following certain healthy um, lifestyle get more affected. Their diaphragm actually goes in torsion or can stop. Mm. Doesn't mean they're going to die, but they, they're actually losing one of the most important things that the body does. The primary function, really, of the biology is to drain. If you have no drainage, you cannot have regeneration. You need to get the junk out in order to make room for new cells and so on. Also, your systems are impeded. It's like it's too heavy. It's having a hard time to do what it's supposed to do because it's having a, to pull a load that shouldn't be there. So um, it's important to not go to bed too late because your nervous system starts to repair itself and recharge itself after sunset and before midnight. So what would you say, what would you recommend people do? Because they're probably listening and say, wait, you want me to leave my cell phone somewhere else? Do you want me to turn it off when I go to bed? What, what was your recommendation? If, you, if it is not protected, you would turn it off. You would even take the battery out. But today is a lot of... That's hard with the iPhones, right? <laughs> right? Um, and um, it, it depends on your level of, of health, but... Like I say, uh, important to hydrate with properly, uh, with good water. If you can't restructure it, uh, at least get the water that has, that is as clean as possible and that is the spring water. Mm -hmm. Um, don't, um, I know that people watch TV at night, but, yep. um, uh, LCD, uh, LEDs and all those TVs are extremely powerful today. They, they create a very big static field and, this is creating heat in your body. So try to stay away from too much TV. After 7, really, 7 p.m. or around this time, it's better not to. If you're healthy, it's not going to affect you. You, you can take some measures. I really don't see um, a way around uh, not using electronic devices today. Right. Uh, people are going to do it. And this is why we focused on trying to say, how can we use those devices safely? And this is why we developed U-Metrics. And by the way, we're creating a movement because U-Metrics is, so you structure your environment, but you're doing it, do it for yourself, do it for others that are around you, do it for the planet as well, because the planet is actually starting to take uh, the grunt of it. It's really starting to affect the way pollution is getting processed. Carbon pollution, has the ability to be processed by natural, uh, you know, like the forest, for example. So back to what we can do is 
about we don't get scared of our electronics and our devices, but just look at them as an additional benefit we can get from them. I know I'm kind of like preaching for my product, right? But <laughs> um, this I think is you're preaching for health, right? Yes. And how I always say, if, if you want to be a um, you know a warrior for the health of the earth, you got to be a warrior for your own health first. It starts with you. If you're healthy, you're yes. going to make healthy choices that then affect the greater ecosystem, which is our earth and which is society as a whole. So anything you can do, I always say, these are not the magic pills. This this right. alone, you matrix or any one piece alone will never be the magic pill, but it is a wonderful step towards health and towards health of something bigger than yourself, correct? Yes. And um, I will also advise for people to, uh, you know, it's important, the, the nutrition, what you eat and when you eat. Mm. Um, since your body goes into regeneration at night, it's going to need energy to do this. So it needs nutrition. But if you overeat or eat things that are difficult to digest, you're going to put another load there for your body and it's impeding the systems. So we're born when we're brand new. It's like, you know, most of us anyway, some people have genetic issues when they're born, but most of us have a brand new system and we just take it for granted. Um, and um, it's really aging is not uh, a matter of fact. It's how do we edge? How do we... Um, Pierre, Pierre Nicolas, I, I love this uh, saying that he, he has. He says, it's not about making you immortal, but it's about helping you die healthy. And in order to do this, you really have to reconnect with nature. So some things that you can do on your own, if, you, if you're lucky enough to be close to the ocean, yeah. you can get to the, the shore and take a whip of, this, uh, of those colloids that are actually naturally around you, uh, go in the forest, go in the mountain, go to places where nature is, is still able to express itself. Mm -hmm. That is very important. Your body needs it. This is a way to resynchronize so that you're not in jet, into a jet lag situation. Yeah. And don't just go there and take a selfie and post it on Instagram, correct? So that, that's, right. that's not it. It's really <laughs> connecting with nature the way Unless it should you have be. Unless uh, on your phone. Yes, that, that could help. But no, I, I mean, yeah. these are all wonderful tips. And I think, um, you know, they're so simple, right? Keep mm -hmm. things away from you. Reduce your exposure to them. Get more in nature. You're going to be happier and you're going to be healthier. And these aren't things that you have to invest so much in. You invested so much in the technology, really. Well, so... Just yes. take a little break from it every now and then. Go reconnect with nature. And those are probably your best bets yes. at, you know, actually doing a healthy act. And something else I would um, advise for people is to, uh, uh, if, if they are going to use those devices uh, unprotected, um, do it at the most active time of your day. Don't do it. Do it especially like... In the morning, the, the energy is rising as the sun is rising, and you're more in a, a um, energy of spending, mm -hmm. and you're less vulnerable than if you're in the energy of contraction where you need to actually rest and recharge. Yeah, and that's the scary thing because I think more and more I, I see my friends chill, my brothers chill, you know, um, using this at night, using the cell phones, especially when you reach a certain age and teenage. 
you know, I, I see children or I hear about children all the time staying up late into the night, FaceTiming people when they should be sleeping, sneaking their phone in when mom and dad aren't looking and doing that. And what you're saying, that's the most harmful, especially for someone that's still growing, yes. that's still absorbing so much. So, um, if you do happen to be a parent, I think you need to take that quite strictly where you take those objects away from them altogether. Even if they're going to pout and yell at you and call you the worst parents in the world, I think it's really, really essential for health. Do you agree? Yes. And nighttime again. 90% of the damage is done to the biology by EMF is at night. Hmm. So really focus on the night rituals. Yes. Right? Those are, because I know morning rituals are so important and so yes. many people that are going through disease or sickness, you know, it's, it's, it is critical to have a good morning ritual to get yourself off yes. to a good start to start the day that way. But I think it's just as critical to have a good night ritual. This is, yes. It, and, and have the conscience of, 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 of this, of saying it, I'm doing something because also it's very important how you program yourself. Mm-hmm. The thoughts, the intentions. I mean, Einstein did say the energy follows the thoughts. Mm -hmm. And it is true. If you actually start to exercise and, and pay a little bit of attention to that, you'll see that you can really change the outlook because it's all about transforming something. If you think about something positively, your life will be a lot better than if you think about it negatively. Sure. Because you're feeling it in the wrong direction if you're negative. If you're positive, it's funny how things can really turn around. So I know a lot of people may not believe that, but um, we do actually have a tendency to notice that people that that have a lot of, uh, that laugh a lot, that uh, have a very uh, clean life, have a tendency to stay healthier. Oh, absolutely. That outlook, that perspective, that shift, that attitude, the belief systems behind yeah. it are all really kind of initiation points to, to health, I think. Smile at yourself in the mirror in the morning and just even tell yourself a joke. You just it's a game with yourself it's uh it, it's just even if it sounds a little silly um it builds up it's such a small silly thing but it could totally change everything yeah. <laughs> so i love that tip i love all those recommendations where do you see this field going um because we're only going to find more and more technology quicker faster more efficient more frequencies out there in the world and I mean, even for me, I would love to see you guys connect with someone and maybe he'll listen to this somewhere, Tim Cook or someone from Apple right. to say, this needs to be in all our devices. We have to look out for those kids. We have to look out for our users yes. and and do that. But but in your perspective, where do you see the fields going, this this EMF protection or even the technology field going in, in regards to health? I, so I think we're already at the point uh, where there is a bit of a saturation as to how much more people can take. They're not realizing it, uh, but I don't see it slowing down. I right. see it expanding. I see it where you know, as you mentioned earlier, even like uh, having a chip in your uh, in your body for your Fitbit uh, monitoring, mm -hmm. uh, and and so on. So uh, we're working as fast as we can to try to address this, and it is our intention. To um, if um, the manufacturers want to talk to us, we know what it takes and how to put this directly into the devices. So then, maybe one day when you buy the device, you won't even have to think about adding something to it. In the meantime, you can, you know, I mean, this geometric movement is is very important because we have people that really want the mentalities are changing. People say. 
is this crazy? Uh, where are we going with all of this? Uh, what, what can we do to help? I mean, uh, the new generations are looking at their parents as like, well, look at what you created, although they're actually very happy to use all those devices. And there is actually today a way to fix that by participating in this movement. The, the metrics movement is, uh, I think it's fantastic. So can we solve everything right away? No, but it's a progression. And once people find the difference when they're using those devices with a protection on it, and they start to see a difference in their life, manufacturers are going to pay attention. They're going to say, hey, can we talk to you? Because nobody else is doing it the way you're doing it. Everybody says, okay, we can block this, block that. But so I guess patience and determination mm -hmm. uh, will get us there. Uh, I want to add something is um, at some point, not everybody is going to have to equip their phone because we know with a certain amount of devices protected and we've looked at probably 20 to 30% of the phone pool out there uh, protected would uh, create a completely different ambience that people can share and actually benefit from. So it would cre create a network of its own. It, exactly. A community network. Interesting. So, uh, for example, we, uh, the reason why a person tests well with uh, a system like a BioWare uh, monitoring, so this is actually analyzing the state of the biology. Mm -hmm. uh, the reason why a person tests well is because once you have restored the communication and the adaptation process of the body, the body is able to emit a field. I was talking about the thyroid. It emits a field that protects it from what's coming in. So there is actually a, the body can actually start to learn to protect itself and do it on its own. Is, is it going to be, well, you don't need to use those devices anymore? Unfortunately, like you said, this technology is going to keep developing and there's going to be more and more. So uh, probably not yet. Maybe future generations will actually have that in their gene. We'll see. <laughs> well, I, I love it because it's not a bleak outlook. You know, it's not no. a Terminator, we're all going to lose out to the machines and, right. you know, become machines and cyborgs. No, we no. could still live in a technologically advanced environment and be healthy and live in unison. And if not actually transforming what is negative into a positive yes. and move in that direction. It's really the choice is ours. Will we choose to utilize products like these that I truly hope we do yes. or not? I can't see why we wouldn't though is my point because we're just getting sicker and sicker. Technology is taking more of a toll on us. I think we're starting to see that. Even your analogy of secondhand EMF is very much like an analogy of what we thought of secondhand smoke. For so many years, we, we didn't think it was a bad thing to smoke. Then it was a very bad. Then it's realized secondhand smoke is also bad. So, yes. we're coming to that realization very quickly if it's not already there, I have to say. So, I, I do think this is a actually very positive outlook for the future. It is. Uh, it is actually exciting. Um, I do believe that technology serves humanity mm -hmm. and there is a lot of benefit in it and we can actually get more out of it without really... This is something that just happens on its own. It's like once you've done this... Uh, with this equipment on your phone, uh, on your devices, uh, which, you know, they're all coming. Yep. We promise. <laughs> <laughs> um, we will, uh, we'll just actually change, um, drastically this voice. Like, 
okay, technology can actually just on its own. But I mean, are we going to cure disease and everything with it? Well, that's not actually what we're claiming to do. But can we improve the well-being? Yes. And this is like a mental thinking that people have to be aware that health is not a right. It's a conquest. Mm-hmm. It's a journey, I say. It's a, it's you're a you're always healing. It's 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 a um. It's not always linear, easy. You have to make choices, correct, yes. and you have to look out for these things. And I'm glad I can connect to people like you and hopefully help others yes. to find these things. But you have to take the responsibility of being healthy as as you know as a top priority in your life. And uh, we hope that uh, one day other people will do what we're doing and. Uh, manufacturers will do it and uh, so that we can be out of business and go fishing. (laughs) (laughs) Retire early, right? (laughs) The American dream nowadays. (laughs) So, what's next for you, Matrix? Where can people find more about this? Where can they learn from you? All right. So, right now we have our website. This is pretty much where people can find information. We're going to be adding a lot of information. We've been working on the producing uh, making the product. Mm-hmm. So this has been taking all our time for the last 12 months. It's not easy, I know. <laughs> um, and now we're going to... So we have a newsletter that people can subscribe to. Uh, and is that on TillisBiotech.com right now? Yes. Okay. And because that's the old name, just to yes. clarify everything. The old company is Tillis, T-I-L-Y-S, yes. Biotech.com. And now you have U-Matrix. And yes. that will be... Also, just transitioning over, correct? Yes. Which is really exciting because U-Matrix coming out with so many more products, so much yes. more advanced and kind of keeping up with where technology and looking ahead. We're going to be uh, – and also, um, uh, we're, we're planning on having home products for harmonizing the space in your home. Right now, we do have those, but they're in very limited quantity because it's mm-hmm. all handmade. Yeah, it's it's uh, very artisanal when you get to these larger pieces, right? And yes. Pierre, I believe, was creating them. Yes. yes. And uh, we're also going to uh, launch uh, colloids uh, mm. so that if you cannot get the colloids because you're not lucky to live on the ocean side, uh, we'll bring it to you in a little bottle that we can spray around you. and Bringing you nature. Yes. Right in your exactly. home. Exactly. I like that. So you're restructuring everything yourself. This is we're empowering people to do this for themselves. This is something that people can do. And in addition to other things, uh, such as um, going to your center for innovative medicine, uh, <laughs> your uh, father's uh, company, um, it's, it's quite amazing what we can achieve when you start to look at the biology as a, uh, something that can take care of itself. Right. With the right information and the right guidance. That, that's exactly what we say, you know, is the key to everything. It's for you to self-heal again. And unfortunately, so many of us have gotten away from that, where our bodies aren't able to regulate themselves, heal themselves, and that's why we see so many patients. But it's our goal. The goal is never to manage the body. Right. You know, it's, it's never. And in this case, you're not trying to manage or get rid of technology. You're trying to transform it into something positive where the body can still heal itself. 
Yes. And that's the beauty of it because it falls right in line with what I believe healing is. It's about getting the body back into a self-healing state where it's doing it itself and you're living long, healthy and without any issues. But we have to look at the facts. 50% or more chronically ill. More and more children are ill. And why is that? Because we do have more negative influences and more drops in our bucket. So, using a product like U-Matrix is removing that. It's giving you a better opportunity to live healthy in a pretty toxic environment, we could say. So, I, I think it's incredibly important that everyone take little steps, baby steps to remove these little drops one at a time from your buckets. It's taking the edge off. Yeah. Yeah. And that's great. Any last, uh, you know, words, recommendations, tips for the audience here? Um, don't get too serious. I think people have a tendency to get too serious and this is another way that they're damaging their biology because ultimately the cells in your biology, they, um, as soon as you communicate in any way, they open to that communication. So whatever they receive. So I, I said that a little bit before, you know, it's like make, be a little bit silly, but, uh, and but but do take seriously your biology take it seriously without being too serious right i i agree with that i mean it's it's the bruce lipton understanding of cell biology and that your thoughts impact that and life is not meant to be a serious kind of drama it's almost more of a comedy just think about uh, all those trillions of cells in your body uh, as your children they are. They are. Each little one of them needs a little bit of love and yeah. caring and not so much serious. Treat them like you would treat your, your children fully. It's like, you know, you understand that if you are, if you're nourishing, uh, people will, uh, will be nourished. Yeah. And I really like that. That's, that's such a simple thing for people to remember. We live in a very serious time. And I think part of that seriousness is always being linked into our phones and getting all these yes. little messages of suddenly that life's supposed to be serious because someone, you know, commented negatively on your latest post. But that's yeah. not it. Put it down sometimes. Enjoy a sunset, right? Smile yes. more in your mirror. Things like that will actually, those are your best bets to living long and healthy. Uh, the Community sense is very important and because of uh, those devices were so distracted, we don't even pay attention to the people around us. Right. And so you put it down and kind of look around you and, and smile at somebody and uh, just, uh, just little things that uh, we used to have so much time to do before. I totally agree. One of the things I'm doing, I'm just going to quickly track into this because I've ridden the New York City subway for 15 years now. And in those 15 years, I've never really had a truly positive experience, you know, on the long term because it's just filled with people that are some, you know, usually in a negative state, very into their phones, not looking around, not at all connecting. It felt like an underground kind of, you know, little capsule of negativity for me. But I realized I could change that as well because I was part of that. I was always on my phone on there because that's something you were supposed to do, I thought. <laughs> and I never really liked it. You stand there, you're getting pushed around, no one says excuse me. But I changed my outlook and I started to put away my phone and just try and connect to people coming on, maybe smile at them a little bit. Yeah. And of course, some give you a little bit of a strange look, like yeah. what's this creep doing on the subway smiling, looking at people actually instead of their phone. <laughs> but change my experience exponentially. I take it in. I smile. I say, excuse me, even if they don't. And it's actually become somewhat of a pleasant experience at the end of my day and the beginning of my day. So, yes. totally agree with you there. It, it is so basic when you think um, 
man is not supposed to be uh, in the closet by itself. Right. Um, so we have to think about this. We we need each other. We this is emotion is such a big part of healing. You cannot actually heal without emotion. Right. It, it's 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 a catalyst. Absolutely. No pill will ever do that for you. No, because it is not something. Emotion is only a uh, privilege of nature. Yes. It's not something that man has intelligent as man can be will never be able to reproduce nature. Mm. Mm-hmm. And why? Because by the time you try to think about reproducing, it's changed already. Yes. Constantly and changing. And you have no way to predict what the changes are. Because right. Because we, we're part of a, such a huge system. I mean, our whole entire system, our solar system moves uh, through the universe at very high speed. Yeah. So we're in a different place today than we were yesterday. And just think about in a thousand years when the solar system is going at 70,000 kilometers per hour. Our whole entire system with all those planets rotating around each other and in unison. And it's just amazing. We're, we're part of it. We forget about it because we look into our little screens. And like you said, it's like, what about this big picture mm. of this world that is so mag- magnificent? It's mm-hmm. the possibilities are much bigger than even the most uh, evolved computer out there. Mm-hmm. And I was reading this tip from someone um, that is, if you're ever feeling truly stressed and you're just looking at your phone and emails are overwhelming you or you're getting bad news or you're ready in a sick state and you're just reading on WebMD all the things that it could be and getting stressed, just put the phone down and look up to the sky and just realize mm-hmm. how small we are, how yes. we're just a, a speck of a little you know, planet in this huge, huge array. And then it puts things into a different perspective and kind of just smile that we're able to be on this, live on this planet that that feeds us, that we feed, you know, and be there. So, it just shifts that perspective from one little screen to an infinite cosmos out there. And that little ship should be able to change you into a much more relaxed state almost, into a state of that can initiate healing. And, and you're absolutely right. When you start to think about that third dimension, which, you know, if we look at the Earth, you know, it's flat, right? <laughs> yeah. It's two-dimensional already. Uh, when you compare it to that huge vertical vector that is the universe. And through all, all those systems that allow us to actually know where we are in the universe, we don't even have to actually have a map. We just know inside if we're connected right. to, that, to those vectors. So let's quit shielding them out. Yeah. We need to bring them back in. So this is what we've taken on doing is bring this back so that it's available here. We have all those networks that are suppressing it and um, or making the access difficult. But it's right there. It's It just needs to be... It, it's kind of like a, um, uh, a maestro, you know? It's like the... Uh, if there is too much noise, like let's say there is like a, a jackhammer that's going and, and they're trying to play a symphony... You can't hear the symphony, you hear the jackhammer, doesn't mean that the symphony is not there. It's always there. It's always there. It's always there in nature. And as a matter of fact, structuring is really, when we talk about metrics, um, look at a, look at music for like, you know, when you play a piano or anything, it's like you, you have lines and then you have notes and everything is, if, if you had just the lines and without the notes, uh, that would be only part. 
mm -hmm. of the structure. You, you need to have, so the, the lines are the reference. You have to know where it is. And then the nodes are the components of the structure. Yes. And this is what you have to understand that we're doing. It's, this is really creating the structure that is allowing that symphony that is in the background of the jackhammer to be able to be heard. Right. And playing on that ratio. Yeah. So it's very difficult to, I know people are kind of like, but really, how does it work? And sometimes I'll say, well, you know what matters is that it works. Because when you buy, when car manufacturers started to make variable timing valves and things on their engine, and you buy the car and you're like, oh, okay, great. Uh, do you know how it works? Most people don't, but great. it works, right? But because you can see it, uh, so if, because we have a proprietary system, it's very difficult for us to explain exactly how it works without uh, risking being copied. Well, people never understand how everything works, and that's right. just fine. Life goes on. We live happy, healthy, you know, <laughs> and then yeah. that's, that's how it goes. So it's not about understanding. It's about experiencing it almost and, yes. and, and feeling healthy. And that's the yeah. biggest, you know, um, uh, level of success for everyone. So thank you for all your hard work of helping us retap okay. into that natural symphony, uh, uh, because we are getting lost in the jackhammers of the world and yes. the background noise. And that is a completely stressful and disease inducing response for most of us. So to bring up the volume and phase out the jackhammer is so, so important. And you're doing such a wonderful job doing that. And, and glad to be doing it. Um, and, and the beauty is that we're actually not throwing the jackhammer away. We're just making it very quiet. Right. You still need jackhammers to do work, exactly. right? So, you know, don't throw them away. Just make them quiet. Yes. <laughs> and play that beautiful <laughs> <Maybe> symphony. <laughs> and you yes. could do that with you, Matrix, so you can learn more there. Patrick, thank you for being on the show. Thank you, Casper. Thank you for having me. Yeah. It's a pleasure. Come back soon, all right? Yes, we have plenty of other things we need to share. I, I'm sure you're <laughs> in the works and you'll be back soon. So, I yes. look forward to that. Yes. Thanks. We'll be back. I'm hoping if you took anything from this episode, it's that we all have different bucket sizes for all those unhealthy drops. And EMF from the devices we use are unfortunately contributing drops of varying sizes into our buckets. But with the help of people like Patrick and so many others... We can put up umbrellas over our buckets and truly live longer and healthier lives. If you like what you heard, leave us a rating on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast and drop us a line on our website, InnovativeMedicine.com or via our social media channels on whatever you'd like to hear more of. We have a lot of great stories coming up for you, but we're always open to ideas. Till next time, I'm Casper Schultz, hoping you can all forge your own healing journeys and write your own magnificent stories. Take care.